Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. It's only getting worse, ladies and gentlemen. I told you this whole whistleblower saga was going to get worse. We were going to pile evidence upon evidence upon evidence that this is really a cover-up for the prior administration's malfeasance, and the whole story is coming to fruition now. So if you're tuned in here, you're weeks ahead of it, days ahead of it, uh, months ahead of it in some cases. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood, and I'm doing very well, Dan. Glad to be here. Joe's Glad good. to be here. Joe thinks he saw Mr. Rogers today. You caught great. that, my man. With Tom Hanks. I don't even know if that's how you. Uh, listen, folks, I've got some more really troubling details about who I believe is involved with the whistleblower and the National Security Council. You're not going to want to go anywhere for today's show. Just uh, bear with us, as Joe wanted me to tell you, while we're working out some kinks in the new studio, yeah. some lighting, some sound. We will have this down. Just give us a couple days or so to nail this thing. Uh, that's why you, you, every, the show looks a little different every single day. So we're, but we're, we're, you're going to love it by the time this product yeah. is over. I promise. Uh, we, we put a lot of money into this, yeah. uh, into the new studio here. All right, folks, today's show brought to you by buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. Brickhouse Nutrition, the finest nutritional supplement on the market. Go to BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan today and pick up your bottle of foundation. Foundation, it's the finest nutrition supplement I've ever taken. I kid you not. Yes, they are a sponsor. Obviously, they pay to be on the show. Whether they were a sponsor or not, I would take Foundation. What is it? It is a creatine ATP blend. And a creatine ATP blend, like having two extra gas tanks in the gym, not just one. Folks, I, I, I listen, don't take my word for it, okay? I, I mean that. I, obviously, it's a sponsorship arrangement I have with them. But I'm so confident in the product, I want you to try this. I'd like you to try what I call the mirror test. Go pick up a bottle of foundation at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and give yourself a look-see in the mirror. Take a little mental snapshot of what you look like, right? And then come back seven days later. You're going to be like, damn, nice. It's that good of a product. Go check it out. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. You'll perform better. You'll look better. I love it. Take a little uh, note in the gym how much you do, how many reps on each exercise. Come back seven days later. And just like the mirror test, it's going to be vastly improved, just like it was for me. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of foundation today. Pick it up before you go out on that date on Saturday night, you know? Uh. Give it about seven days to load. This stuff is that good. All right, check it out. Okay, folks, let's get right to it. Oh. Now, I want to give a hat tip to this at Seamus Bruner on Twitter with a just beautiful find. What a gem on the whistleblower. Now, if you've been listening for the last few days, you know I have my suspicions about who that whistleblower may be or may be connected to. I find it awfully suspicious that the whistle was blown from the National Security Council that is supposed to be working for President Trump to provide him with national security information, Joe, to make key life or death decisions, like whether to go to war or not, whether yeah. to engage in a foreign intervention. Mm -hmm. uh, these are kind of important things. Ah, uh, yeah. It seems strangely like the National Security Council was working overtime to actually work against the president, leak to the media, and leak to the Democrats up on Capitol Hill to have the president impeached for nothing. Yeah. One of them, as we know, Abigail Grace... What are you looking at me for? You're right. I'm oh, sorry. Paula was giving me a look. One of them, Abigail Grace, actually went over to work at the national uh, from the National Security Council over to the opposition political party for Adam Schiff up on Capitol Hill. Hmm. Why is that? Not illegal, but kind of suspicious. No, right. not good. There are also other former members of the National Security Council who show up in media reports as being, uh, let's say, 
ideological opponents of President Trump, Eric Morella being one of them. Well, why would you stay on the National Security Council to advise President Trump if you don't like him? Well, this Morella guy just keeps showing up everywhere. I've got a fascinating little, uh, we got a hook here. Again, hat tip to this Seamus Bruner. I want to show you something. I want to make a connection here, walk you through something. All Remember, right. okay. here's what we're talking about here. Yeah. The Ukraine, the alleged Ukraine promise on the phone call between Trump and the Ukrainian president, where Trump was asking for, again, debunked allegation, information on Hunter Biden mm-hmm. in exchange for military aid, a, a promise or a quid pro quo, a deal that never happened. It was made up. That came from the National Security Council. I have strong suspicions about who that was and what their motivations are. I believe their motivations are to cover up for Hunter Biden and the Obama administration's collusion with key Ukrainians to gin up this Russian collusion hoax. Everybody tracking? Yeah, I'm with you on that. They're just yeah. doing oh, yes. the basic, I have hand, yeah. George Costanza, dipsy do flipperoo. Yeah. Obama colluded with the Ukrainians and his administration. Biden had a shady deal there. They're accusing Trump of it to cover up. I know you get that. So let's go to screenshot number one. You may remember this name if you're a regular listener, viewer of the show, this guy, Victor Pinchuk. Now, I'm going to get to his connection to the Clintons in a moment, so hang tight. But Victor Pinchuk is a Ukrainian. He does. uh, He has a company called uh, he he deals. He deals with a lot of uh, foreign steel, foreign pipes and things like that. Uh, Companies again. he he has some significant ties to the Clintons Foundation and the Clintons. Now, this guy, Pinchuk, who's involved heavily in the Atlantic Council, also has been a key player. He's in both of my books, Spygate and Exonerated. Pinchuk seems to have this interesting arrangement with everybody in this in, in this scandal, right? So here's Pinchuk. I want to show you first. Pinchuk on this disclosure form funded a couple of meetings in the United States with this Ukrainian lawmaker. Put up the screenshot from this. This is just incredible. So look at this. This is from this Seamus Bruner, who's uh, been doing some work on this. So you can see at the top of this, if you're checking out the YouTube.com, if not on the audio, uh, this is Pinchuk's disclosure form where he's acknowledging that he paid some money to set up some meetings from this Ukrainian lawmaker with the last name Bielkova. Excuse me if I say her name wrong. And she paid for her to meet with a couple of people in the United States. Now, Bielkova has some interesting relationships too. I'll get to that in a second. But look who Bielkova is meeting with. This is from his Twitter account. That's Seamus Bruner here. Oh, look at that name. Meeting with Eric Chiamarella. Look who else Bilkova from Ukraine is meeting with. Joe, this is really crazy at the bottom. Bilkova is also meeting with David Kramer from the McCain Institute. Conveniently Ah. right around the time, this whole Russian collusion thing in the dossier is heating up. This is just spectacular. So we have a Ukrainian lawmaker with some kind of arrangement with this guy, Pinchuk, who has got substantial ties to the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation, Uh right? This Ukrainian lawmaker comes to the United States as the collusion hoax is heating up and sets up meetings. One of them is with David Kramer from the McCain Institute, who we already know passed the dossier off to journalists. He's an associate of John Mm -hmm. McCain. Again, covered extensively in my two books. So they're meeting with McCain. The dossier all of a sudden starts making its rounds in the media. And now we see, again, according to this guy, Bruner, that there also apparently was a meeting that Chiamarella was involved in as well. 
Now, who's Chiamarella? Chiamarella is a guy on the Obama National Security Council who's one of the point men for Ukrainian policy, who is a holdover to the Trump administration, who hates Trump and left the National Security Council alleging he was getting death threats. Yeah. He works at the CIA and fits strongly the profile the press has indicated the whistleblower fits. CIA apparently doesn't like Trump, didn't have firsthand knowledge. Very, they, it's a he apparently. Mm. The information leading to the potential of the Chia Morella and people from the National Security Council over on Adam Schiff's team were involved in this is extensive. So now let me get this straight. Pinchuk, who's working with this Ukrainian lawmaker, Bilkova, Bilkova's meeting with McCain's guy and then meeting with an Obama national security guy, Chia Morella, who was a holdover later for Trump and doesn't like Trump. Let's go a little further. Again, hat tip to this guy, Bruner here. This is interesting. From the Kiev Post about Bilkova's connections. Bilkova. Oh, no way. Olga Bilkova, <laughs> Kiev Post, August 7, 2015. Biden's candidacy would be good news for Ukraine. Yes. Olga Bilkova. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe, you're tr you. This is all coming together here for you, right? Pinchuk, oh, yeah. key Ukrainian involved in some international deals with some oh, suspect countries is... involving steel and pipe and other stuff. Pinchuk has some connections to Democratic lobbyists, right? He also brings over an an uh, a parliamentarian from Ukraine, Bilkova, who apparently loves Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden would be great for the United States. So Bilkova is the second connection. Pinchuk, sponsor Bilkova, meets with McCain's people right around the time the dossier the McCain people passed on is out, and also is in a meeting where this guy Chia Morello was an Obama point man for Ukraine mm. on the National Security Council, who CIA Brennan guy as well, hangs out for the Trump administration. Now, I mean, is it making sense why all these conversations wow. Trump is having with Son national security folks and, and other yeah. foreign leaders. What, <laughs> son <laughs> of a biscuit. <laughs> Why these things keep <laughs> leaking true. out? Strange how that happens, isn't it? Uh, my, my. Now, let's go back to this old Washington Examiner piece. Check this out. Washington Examiner piece about Pinchuk. Again, Pinchuk's paying for this parliamentarian who loves Biden to come over right around the time the dossier is going on to meet with McCain's people and Chia Morella. Washington Examiner, Sarah Westwood. Emails show Clinton denied, then met with Ukrainian donor. Gee, who was that Ukrainian donor? Let's try to put two or two together. <sighs> this isn't that complicated, folks. Uh, let's go to the screenshot from the piece. Ooh, oh, the Ukrainian donor is Victor Pinchuk. Victor again. Quote from Sarah Westwood's piece. Victor Pinchuk, who was given up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation, appeared on the guest list that was sent between Dennis Chang, an executive foundation, and Huma Abedin, Clinton's deputy chief of staff at state. Ahead of the June 2012 dinner, Abedin noted in a subsequent email that the gathering would be hosted in Clinton's home. Hold that up there for a second. So Pinchuk, who's sponsoring this Ukrainian lawmaker to come to the United States, deal with McCain's guy and deal with this guy on the Obama National Security Council. Also gave $25 million to the Clinton Foundation. It's funny, when they catch him, amid scrutiny, this is a quote, amid scrutiny of Clinton's ties to Pinchuk in 2014, the Democratic nominee spokesman, Nick Merrill, said Pinchuk had never met with Clinton during that time. He told the New York Times that from January 21st, 2019 to February of 2013, the Ukrainian businessman was, quote, never on her schedule. 
Wow, that's fascinating, considering they have emails inviting Pinchick to Clinton's house. Yeah. Clinton's actual house. Stunner. Hmm. Guess who's coming to dinner? One more time on this, and then we're going to move on. Yeah, I've got a lot more to get to. Including more video from hapless Chuck Todd over in uh, NBC and LeBron, and we got to cover as well. That's fascinating what happened with LeBron James for all the wrong reasons. A Clinton mega donor, Pinchuk, involved in international business. He could certainly use Hillary Clinton at the State Department's help on. Apparently, he's not a huge fan of Trump sends a Ukrainian parliamentarian over to meet with McCain's people and the Obama national security guy in Ukraine, right as the dossier is heating up. The dossier we know McCain's guy, Kramer, gave to the media. We know this guy, Chia Morella, had something to do with those meetings. And we also know Chia Morella was a Trump holdover, an Obama holdover into the Trump National Security Council right around the time all these conversations with Ukraine and others are leaking. And now we have the emergence of a suspicious whistleblower who suspiciously fits the profile, this guy, Chia Morella, as people on the National Security Council are leaving the executive branch, the White House, to go to work for Congress for Adam Schiff. Nothing to see here, folks. Don't you worry at all. Oh, and by the way, Pinchuk was being looked at by Mueller's team, too, for weak ridiculous ties to Donald Trump, maybe to get Pinchuk to shut his mouth. <laughs> oh, I've got more folks. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. I haven't even touched Chuck Todd yet and Joe Biden. And now you'll see why this whole thing may be covered up. All right, let me get to my second sponsor today. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at iTarget. Ladies and gentlemen, iTarget is the single best system for improving your proficiency with a firearm. If you're going to own a firearm, you have two primary responsibilities. First, safety, safety, safety. Second, proficiency. Proficiency matters. Proficiency matters. Folks, there's a couple of different ways to get better with your firearm. Obviously, you can go to the range. You can try fire. Problem is, going to the range, sometimes the range isn't close. It's inconvenient. It costs money. I get it. You should go, but you can't always get there in time. It doesn't always work out that way. So what's the best way to do it then? It's to dry fire. What's the problem with dry firing? And what is dry firing? It's when you depress the trigger on a safely unloaded weapon to practice your trigger pull, your sight alignment, your sight picture. We used to do it all the time in the Secret Service and the NYPD. It's great practice. What's the problem with it? You have no idea where the rounds would have landed on the target because it's dry. There's nothing in the weapon. Well, iTarget solved that problem. Go to iTargetPro.com. Use promo code Dan. You'll save 10%. What are they going to send you? They're going to send you a target and a laser round. Ladies and gentlemen, you have the holidays upcoming for the owner of the firearm owner in your life. This is the greatest gift out there to improve their proficiency. They will not put it down. It makes essentially um, a, 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 like a video game experience out of your firearm where you can practice in the safety and security of your own home safely. It's important. It will send you a laser round. You drop in the firearm. You have now no manipulations necessary. Now, when you depress the trigger on that laser round, it'll emit a laser and you can see where the rounds would have landed on the target they send you. You will have your groupings going from this to this to that really fast. People send me some of the pictures of their targets. It's the best system out there for improving your proficiency. You'll be knocking the wings off a of firefly soon. Go to itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Use promo code Dan and save 10%. Go today. Improve your proficiency with your firearm. itargetpro.com. Use promo code Dan and save 10%. 
All right, Chuck Todd, Joe, makes another appearance Chuck on the Dan Bongino hey. Show. It always bothers me to have to do anything with Chuck Todd because usually anything emanating from his soup cooler is uh, complete, utter, pure stupidity. But Chuck Todd made an appearance again. Uh, he had an interview this weekend with Rand Paul. We couldn't get to yesterday because we had such a stacked show. Yeah. <laughs> stacked show. But uh, this is Chuck Todd who seems deeply offended uh, that Rand Paul brings up the obvious point that we know Ukrainians were colluding with Democrats. We know it. There are, it was articles in Politico, left-leaning outlets all the time. We know Ukrainians meddled in the 2016 election. I've already told you that. I just showed you the information that Pinchuk and a Ukrainian lawmaker may have come over here and done all of these meetings and may be central figures in the production of this whole Russian collusion hoax. These people may have had a significant role in this. The timing is too coincidental. Right. This is at the same time Hunter Biden has this business deal going on with this Ukrainian gas company. All of this. So we have two separate scandals. Ukrainian collusion in the election in 2016 and Joe Biden's kid getting a sweetheart deal from the Ukrainians at the same time. So Chuck Todd interviews Rand Paul and he seems deeply offended that Rand Paul brings this up. And it just goes to show you how this guy doesn't have any principles at all. He's only in this to defend the Democrats. Check this out. I think what's interesting about this is both sides seem to be doing the same thing. If anything is consistent here, it's that both parties have tried to involve themselves in Ukraine. So, for example, four senators, Democrats, wrote a letter to the Ukrainian government and said, if you don't keep investigating Trump, we may reconsider our bipartisan support for your aid. Both parties seem to be doing this. And that's why I think ultimately the American people are going to say they're going to throw up their hands and say, well, Biden threatened the aid. You know, Menendez that, threatened the but aid. That is Murphy a misleading. The aid. I understand that, you, that, that they could get gaslit and think that it's all equal and, and both sides of it. I mean, yeah. is this guy is Chuck Todd for real? Joe Biden is on. I'm not going to play this video again because it's getting to the point now where it's nauseating. Yeah. Chuck. Listen, I get it. You're a total liberal activist hack with not a sliver of journalistic integrity at all. Everybody gets that. I, I Listen, I know it sounds personal. It's, it's not. I don't like Chuck Todd, but it's a, it is a professional assessment of a guy who is not a journalist. He claims to be a journalist, and now he's making a ridiculous assertion to Rand Paul that we're gaslighting. In other words, right. we're lying and lying to, to to tell you know to come the gaslighting you know yeah. lie lie often lie confidently and isolate people from the truth that's what gaslighting is he's making that claim on republicans biden is on tape demanding the prosecutor investigating his son hunter be fired did he miss the tape the fact that hunter biden has this gig in burisma with the ukrainians key ukrainians while biden's appointment in the region none of this is in dispute biden I, 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 I'm as tired of it as you are. And I, I don't have an easy solution. Obviously, none of us watch this garbage anyway. But folks, I don't, candidly, I said this last week, I don't want to drone on on this. I don't know how the Republic continues if we cannot agree on basic facts. You may object you may think the Biden deal is no big deal. Fine. That's I can't get in your head. I, I, I don't have any magical Karnak like Johnny Carson powers to predict what's in your head, alter it, you know, tailor your neurons and dendrites. But arguing that we're gaslighting you because it happened, it did happen. 
Now, the story gets even worse. And again, these next few clips, because Chuck Todd is not interested in even basic journalism, this total liberal activist, these are clips of Biden and his son confirming that this scandal, the basic facts of it are true. The motivations and whether there's criminality is still an open question. Fair enough. I believe there is. Some don't. But this is Biden, Joe Biden, in his own words. Listen to this guy setting up the parameters of the scandal. So if you get to Washington as president and vice president, given the promises that Senator Obama has made, would you look at situations like you were just went through, which has raised some questions, where sons work for big banks that have interests in states? My son has never spoken to me. I voted for every campaign reform that's existed with regard to lobbyists. I voted for every single solitary proposal to make it tougher. And if you ask around here, ask, try to find how many lobbyists have actually, I probably have spoken to lobbyists, but I don't, it's not a practice I have. If they want to see me, the CEO has to come and see me from the company. But specifically, what would this administration do? Again, Chuck, I, that's your own network. I don't expect you to do journalism. You failed that. But basic facts. Joe, you heard what I heard. Yes, I did. Biden said, I don't talk to my son. Tom Brokaw, that's if, oh, the audio, by the way, is Tom Brokaw. Forgive me for you audio listeners. That's Tom Brokaw on NBC asking Biden about this bevy of corruption we have, how you know politicians, sons, and famous people get these deals that other people don't get. And what does he say? Oh, I never talked to my son yeah. about these deals. Okay. Again, that's Biden. That's not me. It's his own words. His own words. Now let's play the cut of Hunter Biden, Joe's son, Joe Armacost. This is his kid. Yes, Daniel. He just said, Joe Biden, that he doesn't talk to his kid about this stuff. Right. Here's Hunter Biden saying the exact opposite. We're doing Chuck Todd's homework for him. Check this out. Did you and your father ever discuss Ukraine? No. As I said, the only time was after a news account. It wasn't a discussion in any way. There's no but to this. No, we never did. Your dad said, I hope you know what you're doing. I hope you know what you're doing. I do. And I said, I do. And that was literally the end of our discussion. Why? Because my dad was vice president of the United States. There's literally nothing as a young man or as a full grown adult that um, uh, my father in some way hasn't had influence over as it does not serve either one of us. When he said, I hope you know what you're doing. What did he think you were doing? Well, he read the press reports that I joined the board of Burisma, which was a Ukrainian natural gas company. And there's been a, a, a lot of misinformation about me, not about my dad. Nobody buys that, but it buys this idea that I was unqualified to be on the board. You notice how he starts that off? He contradicts himself, Joe, in the first three or four sentences, right? Mm. He says, hey, Hunter, did you talk to your dad? No, and there are no buts. But I did talk to him after the, you just said there were no buts. No buts. Yep. There are no buts. Don't cut that one. You can cut that one. It'd be fun, but just link back to the show. I'm talking to the liberals. There were no buts. But I did talk to him after the press reports came. So you did. Yeah. You got that, right? No. Hunter Biden. (laughs) I did not talk to my dad about my business with Ukraine and Burisma. No buts. Lady says, well, what about the press report? But after the press reports, I talked to my dad about it. Folks, 
again, I know NBC and Chuck Todd don't do real depth. By the way, that was ABC, hat tip ABC for that interview. Mm-hmm. I got another cut from this too. Showing you again how journalism is completely dead and what people are really hiding on the Democrat side who are pushing for this impeachment for Trump over Ukraine. It is a simple dipsy do flipperoo. That's all this is. Trump did not collude with Ukraine. Biden, Obama and their administration in interference in the election did. They're just replacing their names with Trump and they think you're dumb enough to believe it. You may say to me, Dan, it can't be that simple. Ladies and gentlemen, it is. It's the exact same template for the collusion hoax. The Obama administration and Hillary Clinton took information from Russians to hurt Trump. They simply replaced the name with Trump took information from Russians to hurt Hillary. It's That's it. It's the same thing now. If Biden's deal, Hunter Biden, that's Joe Biden's son, mm-hmm. Joe, was not a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Then why not just be honest about it? Folks, there are no business deals I've been engaged in that I'm ashamed of or wouldn't share on the show. I did consulting for a little while. I was a Secret Service agent. We had a mixed martial arts company for a while. What else? We have Bongino Inc. now. Um, no, I'm not, you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. There's nothing shady, nothing criminal, nothing illicit. We're proud of our company. If he's proud of it, then why not talk to his dad about it? Why lie then about talking to your dad about it? Again, Chuck Todd, this is their words. Journalism, journalisming. Second clip from uh, Hat Tip ABC here. Here's Hunter pretty much acknowledging that he has no qualifications whatsoever for this lucrative gig he got with this Ukrainian gas company as Ukrainians are meddling in the 2016 election against Trump and may have been involved in the creation, fabrication, and passing on of the dossier to both Republicans while working with McCain and Democrats, right? So here's Hunter Biden acknowledging he has almost no qualifications whatsoever outside of his last name. Again, Chuck Todd, his words, not mine. Check this out. In the list that you gave me of the reasons why you're on that board, you did not list the fact that you were the son of the vice president. Of course, president. yeah. No, I, what I, role do you think that played? I think that it is impossible for me to be on any of the boards that I just mentioned without saying that I'm the son of the vice president of the United States. You were paid $50,000 a month for your position? Look, I'm a private citizen. One thing that I don't have to do is sit here and open my kimono as it relates to how much money I make or make or did or didn't. But it's all been reported. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. You heard that, Dan, right? <sighs> I heard it. I, I- I heard so it. just to be crystal clear, yeah. Biden's kid, Hunter, who got this lucrative gig while his dad was the point man in Ukraine and mm-hmm. while Ukraine was interfering in the 2016 election, mm-hmm. just acknowledged on tape that if his last name wasn't Biden, he, quote, probably not. Uh, would, and when asked if he would have got the job, says probably not. I can say definitely not. And again, folks, if it was such an. On the up and up above the waterline deal when there was nothing to worry about, nothing shady, then why were they hiring him without qualifications? What value added 
did Hunter Biden bring to the company other than having political connections Ukrainians could use to influence policy? He can't answer the question. Again, don't expect Chuck Todd to ask any of this because he's a, a, a hapless liberal hack. There he is on tape admitting, in essence, that this Ukrainian gas company was paying for his last name and was buying pay-to-play access, access to get to his dad. It's his own words, folks. Don't take my word for it. It's Hunter Biden in his own words. All right, I've got more on this, and I've got LeBron. I've got an AOC article I'm hoping to get to. And some of you have asked me about the connection with the Giuliani, um, the whole the arrest around Giuliani. Mm. I never put stuff out until I have reasonably good... I'm, I'm very suspicious about the circumstances. Stand by on that. I'm, I'm working on it. I promise I got a few emails on it. I didn't forget. All right, today's show brought to you by a new sponsor. Happy to have them on board, Public Rec. Folks, we love Public Rec. You know why? I've always been looking for a pair of pants that are comfortable but functional. And I'll tell you, it goes back to my time being an instructor in the uh, Secret Service Academy. I was there for three years. And you're running around doing AOPs, assault on principal exercises and all this stuff. And you need a lot of pockets and you need pants that you can move with, that you can work with. I mean, listen, jeans aren't going to work. We were using everything. I mean, like fishing pants at one point. I wish you would have had Public Rec at the time. Listen, don't get rid of those raggedy old sweats. You know, they're comfortable and all, and you like to lounge in them, but how often can you wear them out of the house? Now there's a pair of pants that can do both. Introducing the all-day, everyday pant from Public Rec. They were kind enough to send me a pair. They are absolutely the, some of the most comfortable, best-looking pants ever. They're your go-to for style, comfort, and versatility. They've reinvented the classic sweatpants design, starting from scratch where it matters most. Cotton-made performance, fabric, and a tailored fit for you, not those big, poofy, like pirate pants. Indoor comfort meets outdoor style. You will never take these pants off. You'll probably want to go to sleep in them. They're that comfortable. They're the perfect pair for guys on the go who need a functional pair of pants that works and looks good. Folks, these are the best. They're the first sweats that have a waist and inseam, uh, inseam sizing. So whether you're short, tall, or somewhere in between, they fit perfectly. It's not one of those off-the-rack sweatpants that you're dragging on the ground because they don't fit you. The design details, the elastic waistband with the internal drawstring, the deep front zipper pockets, which I love because stuff doesn't fall out, and the faux front fly for a more formal look. You don't get those garbage old sweatpants that you've been wearing forever. Get rid of them. Folks, I've worn them everywhere. I've worn them to the gym. I've worn them while working in my yard. I've worn them around my house while moving. Public rec pants are the best. We love them, ladies and gentlemen. We absolutely have nine different colors to choose from. And one of my favorite new sponsors, I can't take them off. Go to publicrec.com slash Bongino. That's public, P-U-B-L-I-C, rec, R-E-C.com slash Bongino today and get 10% off. Get 10% off your first pair of their all-day, everyday pant. Automatically apply to checkout. And always with free U.S. shipping and free returns. I promise you're going to love these pants. Don't sleep on this rare opportunity to get a discount. That's public rec. Rec spelled R-E-C dot com slash Bongino for 10% off. Publicrec.com slash Bongino for 10% off. You're going to love these pants. Send me your reviews on them. I promise. They're some of the comfortable, most comfortable, best-looking pants you're ever going to find. All right. So, as I said, I'm going to get to LeBron in a second, but I just wanted to uh, wrap you. I want, I, want to, I want you to wrap your arms around something that's going on right now to show you how deep and involved this Ukrainian debacle is. So, from the Wall Street Journal, we have this Gordon Sunland, who, to be clear on who he was, he was our ambassador to the European Union. 
Um, obviously, he was a, uh, had a relationship with Trump. He was appointed to the position. He is scheduled to testify this week. He's a key player in this. And I want to explain to you why. Here's a piece from the Wall Street Journal. Gordon Sundland to testify. He took Trump's denial of the Ukrainian quid pro quo at his word. Folks, why is this critical? Yeah, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. But Gordon Sundland is the guy in the text with this guy, Bill Taylor, right. who was the charge, the number two at the Ukrainian embassy underneath our ambassador. He was our number two at the Ukrainian embassy. He clearly has a relationship with the our ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich, who I'll get to in a second, who clearly can't stand conservatives. She was watching us. We were on the list. Trump recalls her, pulls her back because she did a horrible job. And her number two, Taylor, is clearly upset. He starts texting this guy, Gordon Sunland, about this Ukrainian phone call with a pro the alleged promise, which is false. You know, Trump was, uh, was asking for information on Hunter Biden in exchange for military aid. That false debunk. We have the transcript. We've seen it. It's not there. Taylor's texting Sunland, and Sunland says, there is no quid pro quo. That is the impeachment charge at this deal. Information for Biden for military aid. Something for something. Quid pro quo. It never happened. Sondland's in a text saying, listen, there is no quid pro quo. The liberals keep saying, oh my gosh, but there's a five-hour delay. I want you to be ready for their talking points. There's a five-hour delay between Bill Taylor, the number two at the Ukrainian embassy, who's upset about Yovanovitch. Mm -hmm. I think they're trying to set Trump up. He texts Sondland, hey, this, this deal for military aid for political purposes seems kind of shady. Five hours later, Sondland gets back. The president's been crystal clear. There's no quid pro quo. Liberals jumped on this, Joe. Hmm. They're like, hey, listen, why did it take him five hours to respond? Because he talked to the president. You can see in the Wall Street Journal headline. What? How does that make your? Do you understand? Like, how does that make your point? That right. makes our point. Exactly. So now we have it directly from the president. It took some time to have the conversation that Gordon Sondland, the guy who's going to testify this week, our ambassador to the EU, that Sondland heard directly from the president himself there was no quid pro quo. You may be scratching your head right now going, I don't get it. The liberals are using it. Yes, they're using it. They're like, well, he took five hours to respond, which says he wasn't sure. So what did he do? He called the president who told him that's not true. There's no deal. Again, if you're scratching your head, I don't know any other way to sum this up to you. It's just liberals lying to you again. Mm -hmm. There was a quid pro quo. He took five hours to respond. Well, why did he take five hours to respond? Because he called the president. And the president said what? There was no quid pro quo. That makes our case. Not yours. Just wanted that out there because I'm monitoring Legally, unlike Marie Yovanovitch trying to monitor us <laughs> on Twitter, left this hack Twitter. I'm not going to say what accounts because, again, they'll block me. But that was the line of attack the other day. Oh, if he was so sure there was not a quid pro quo, Sondland, he would have texted Taylor back right away. He called the president, you knuckleheads. Did you miss that? There's the journal headline. Now. Another interesting piece from the Epic Times will be in the show notes at Bongino.com. Please check them out today. There's a lot of really good articles. Republican lawmaker from Florida District 1 up in the panhandle, Matt Gates, tried to attend one of these impeachment, with air quotes, because this isn't a real impeachment. No vote's been taken. It's a fake impeachment. He was trying to attend an impeachment inquiry yesterday, and Representative Matt Gates was thrown out. 
Huh. Epic Times, Zach Steiger, October 14, 2019. Rep Matt Gates thrown out of impeachment inquiry hearing. Now, why do I bring this up in conjunction with the Gordon Sondland information? Because I am here to help you debunk liberal nonsense, which is legion. It is everywhere. Point number one, well, Sondland took five hours. Yes, that's because he was calling the president knuckleheads. Uh, liberal talking point number two I've heard is, Joe, this impeachment, fake impeachment inquiry, we don't have to let in Republican lawmakers or take a vote because this is essentially a grand jury proceeding like in the criminal yeah. system, mm -hmm. and the grand jury is secret. Oh, what? This is a grand jury? It, thanks. One, it's, it's not. Right. It's an impeachment. It's not a criminal trial. It's just not. It's like saying an apple is an orange because they're both fruits. No, one's an apple, one's an orange. An impeachment inquiry is not a grand jury. Joe, I, I don't have the audience on Buzzman. I haven't unloaded all the props yet in the new studio. Yes. But take the phantom audience on Buzzman hat, put it on for a second, because I need you to closely monitor what I'm about to say and tell me if this makes all sense. All right. Here's the liberal logic they're trying to use. Mm -hmm. In the federal criminal system, you can be indicted first. When you're indicted, a prosecutor goes into a grand jury, speaks to between 18 and 20 or so, mm -hmm. and they can issue a true bill. Now, the only person allowed in the room with the grand jurists in the criminal system, the grand jury members, is the prosecutor. You may say there's no defense. No defense. No. And it is secret. Yep. It is illegal to leak the proceedings of a grand jury uh, hearing. If they issue a true bill, you are, in fact, indicted. If I want to indict Joe for a bank robbery, I'm a lawyer for the government. I walk in, I say, here's why I think Joe robbed the bank. Very rarely are people not indicted. Why? Because Joe has no chance to defend himself. Right. Joe can't go in there and say, well, I didn't rob the bank. I was here. None of that's allowed. That's why everybody gets indicted. That's in the criminal system. And then there's a trial later on, obviously, where Joe's allowed to have his attorney and cross-examine witnesses, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The Democrats, in an effort to paint Trump as a criminal in their fake impeachment, are saying, well, the impeachment part, Joe, because the trial happens in the Senate, not in the Congress, where the impeachment happens mm -hmm. in the House of Representatives, mm -hmm. precision matters. They're saying, well, it's similar to the indictment process, so we don't need to let Trump's people in the room and everything can happen in secret, just like the system. Uh. That, just like it is in the criminal system. That's not how this works. Yep. That's not how this works. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The precedent before, during um, Nixon, who wasn't impeached, he resigned, but the process was ongoing. Under Nixon, uh, Andrew Johnson, and Bill Clinton for impeachment. The historical precedent has been for the House of Representatives to take a public vote so they don't have precedent on their side. Mm -hmm. And secondly, <laughs> now's where the Gates be. You may say, how does this relate to the Matt Gates piece? Why are you bringing this up? Because liberal talking point number two today, again, that, oh, this is just like a grand jury. Joe, have you ever heard about, I, I know, I forgive me, I'm not trying to be a joke, uh -huh. but Joe... Joe knows cops, but he was not a, but, but you, you, Joe reads the newspaper. He's been involved in the news media for a yeah. long time. Have you ever heard of a case in the media where grand jury members were expelled from the grand jury because of their political leanings? Have you ever heard of that? Hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Mm -mm. I'm going to guess no. No. Am I right? For their political leanings? No. Mm -mm. Never. 
Mm-mm. Now, you can be ejected from a grand jury for all kinds of malfeasance yeah. and uh, corruption or whatever. So the liberal talking point that the House of Representatives is similar to an indictment mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be secret and Trump's lawyers aren't mm-hmm. allowed in. Well, if it's an indictment, the grand jury members voting on it, Joe, would be who? The members of the House of Representatives. Yes, they would. Yeah. Now you're ejecting them from hearings because they're Republicans? I thought this was like a grand jury. Republicans are ejected from grand juries? folks. It's you may say, well, it's kind of a nuanced point. No, 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 it's not. (laughs) Nothing they're saying is true. Yeah. This is not actually an uh, an indictment. It's an impeachment. It's not a criminal process. It's a political one. And you don't get to eject the grand jurors if you think this is similar to a grand jury and an indictment. I thought it was a grand jury. Rejecting them now? Republicans aren't allowed to sit on grand juries? Folks, nothing they're telling you, nothing they're telling you is true. This is all BS. I have a cough button now, Joe, a mute button on this mixer. Oh, cool. 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 I can actually mute myself now. This is, bo- that's my personal mute button. <laughs> Trying to keep it family friendly. This whole thing is a sham. All right. Our final sponsor of the day. <laughs> Oh, this I'm so happy to have them on board, ladies and gentlemen. This is just a doozy. Hold on, let me pull it up on my phone just to be sure here. I don't want to. We're, we're dealing with some new stuff here, so I want to be sure I got a double backup because my eyesight isn't that good. All right, I can, Oh, look at that! I need the prompter. This is great. This is the new stuff. We got it. Phones. We got it in the prompter. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Every day, President Trump is facing unprecedented obstruction and harassment from the liberal mob and their fake news allies. Don't you know it? He's been exonerated twice. And they're still calling for his impeachment because they know Congress is their last hope. He needs your support now more than ever. Text Dan, D-A-N, to 88022 and receive official Trump alerts directly to your phone. Ladies and gentlemen, it's very important. Don't make the campaign go hunting down your information. If you want to help uh, President Trump get reelected, it's very helpful to have some data on you. Not, you know, listen, I'm not opening credit cards in your name. It's out there to make sure you know where your voting location is. You have updates on the election. You'll gain exclusive 2020 updates directly from President Trump himself. You'll be the first to know when new Trump merchandise is available. And you'll even be able to give your input on key issues to help shape the 2020 campaign. Again, all you have to do is text Dan, D-A-N, my first name, to 88022. Important. While Democrats and the fake news media spent the last two years focused on bogus witch hunts, President Trump has been working around the clock to make America great again. Make sure you're getting your news directly from the source by texting Dan to 88022. Again, text Dan to 88022 today. This was paid for by the Trump Make America Great Again Committee, a joint fundraising committee authorized by and composed of Donald J. Trump for President Inc. and the Republican National Committee that is dedicated to making America great again. All right. Yeah. Important information. Information costs money, not if you voluntarily provide it. It helps voter activation. Your call, but it'd be a good one. All right, folks, I wanted to get to this um, LeBron James fiasco. Many of you obviously are aware who LeBron James is. He's one of the finest basketball players in the history of humankind. Plays now for the Lakers, played for the Miami Heat, Cleveland Cavaliers as well. Very talented guy, no doubt about that. And LeBron James has spoken up frequently in the past about what he perceives to be social justice and equities, basically liberal causes. He's obviously no fan of President Trump. Had that big controversy with him. Uh, Laura Ingram at Fox a while back. 
uh, where, where Ingram suggested, you know, they stick to basketball. LeBron James fired back. So James has no problem, Joe. Again, uh, mm-hmm. dreaded air quotes here. He doesn't seem to have an issue speaking out when he has something politically to say. And he feels is on the side of liberty, freedom, and all the other stuff. That's right. Um, now let's check out LeBron James. This video of LeBron James. When talking out, speaking out, he's asked about the China situation and the tweet by this guy, Daryl Morley, who's a Houston Rockets. Uh, he's the, uh, I believe, the GM of the Houston Rockets or uh, the general manager. He tweeted out support for the Liberty protesters in Hong Kong protesting against Chinese tyranny. This Houston Rockets GM. So, of course, Joe, LeBron James, who's all about social justice yeah. and liberty and freedom for all, right? Of course, LeBron James would speak out in defense of Morley, Daryl Morley, the Houston Rockets GM. Of course. Did he? I don't know. Let's check out this video of LeBron. <laughs> I think when we all um, sit back and learn from the situation that happened, uh, understand that what you could tweet or could say, um, and we, always talk, we, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen. Um, when you're not thinking about others and only on you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe um, I don't want to get into a, a word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl, um, with Daryl uh, Morey. But I believe he wasn't educated on on, on the situation at hand. And um, and he spoke and uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we what we tweet and we say. And what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that, too. Well, well do you, Paul, you have that tweet of LeBron where he's like a big social justice warrior and he's all about. <laughs> here, here at King James on Twitter. This is LeBron James. Hmm. Injustice anywhere, Joe, anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Thank you, Martin Luther King. LeBron James, social justice warrior. Did you hear that abomination? Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I get it. LeBron James has a lot of fans. Mm -hmm. The man's basketball skills are in modern times now unparalleled. I think Jordan is better personally, but that's a whole other topic. Probably get a ton of emails on that, too. Yeah, you're done. Big time. What a colossal level 10 out of 10 total fraud and hypocrite. Big injustice warrior, hates President Trump, can't stand him. Social justice guy. He attacks this Houston GM and he makes some ridiculous outrageous points in the process that aren't even points at all. They're negative points. Mm. He says, well, the Houston Rockets GM who tweeted support for the Hong Kong Liberty protesters, he was only thinking about himself. Joe. Yes. He's asked so formally. Was Daryl Morley's tweet about himself or about the Hong Kong protesters? Um, Dan, it was about the Hong Kong protesters. Not himself. The verdict is in. LeBron James is an idiot. The tweet was not about himself. 
The tweet was about Hong Kong protesters, which have professionally cost this guy Maury or more. I forgive me. I don't know his name. It cost this guy probably a fortune. Mm -hmm. But he needs to think about uh, more than just himself. What? Like you? Who then LeBron goes on to say he needs to educate him because LeBron, <laughs> Joe, this is the guy. My favorite I mean, part. if you ever needed a full history of China, Joe, who do you go to? <laughs> uh, LeBron. You go to yeah. LeBron James. Uh, yeah, I would. Now, yeah. listen, I what LeBron probably knows a ton about his, his profession. He probably knows a lot. And, and listen, LeBron has been a successful businessman, too. Don't downplay yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy is, I'm going to put up a tweet in a second by this guy, John Civarelli, about how much money LeBron has made. Not easy to make that kind of money. I'll bet LeBron knows a whole lot about the apparel and sneaker industry, too. I can guarantee you in a debate on China, LeBron would get smoked by anyone from a left, right, or center-leading think tank that actually has done their homework on China. He needs to think more about himself. He needs to educate himself. And then LeBron goes on at the end of that to give a statement completely about himself. He's to educate himself. <laughs> Some people are going to be hurt financially. Oh, oh, who? Who? I tweet. <laughs> I thought uh, who would? Clearly, it's not himself because LeBron says we shouldn't tweet about ourselves. We should be thinking about injustice everywhere, like Maury was doing, or Morley was doing when LeBron criticized him for doing what he did. Here's a tweet by this guy John Valley. LeBron. His 2019-2020 salary is 37000 No, $37,430,000. Wow. Wow. How did I make that mistake? His night contract is estimated to be worth as much as, what does that say, Joe? $1,000? No, Ooh, $1 billion. billion. $1 billion. If China detains forcefully, if China detainees forcefully get their organs harvested, wow, what a difficult week for LeBron in the NBA. Hashtag Hong Kong protests. So this guy, Cervelli, mm. LeBron said, oh, we've had a difficult week with this. Yeah, people in China having their organs ripped out, that's kind of difficult, too. It's a little painful. The Uyghurs, Falun Gong members, others who've been persecuted by China. But LeBron doesn't want any co anybody commenting on that because people could be hurt financially. What, like LeBron and Nike's significant business footprint in China? Significant. The same Nike that has a up to a billion dollar deal with LeBron, that guy. You know, I said this to Joe before the show. Mm. And we'll repeat it here because it was good. Mm. People in the United States will forgive. And uh, listen, folks, I'm not. I'm not naive to the fact that international economics is complicated and the ethics and morals of it are tough. They are. There are companies that do business in China that can't control everything that goes on there. And there is some unethical business behavior. And the answer is not, well, those companies should pull out. Some can't, ladies and gentlemen. If they do, these multinationals go under, costing people here, you know, millions of dollars in revenue. I'm not naive to that. I'm not pretending this is a simple, moral, black or white situation. And I'm not suggesting to you that financially it's that either. But unlike LeBron, there is absolutely no question that what China is doing to suppress the people of Hong Kong and attacking liberty in this country is an international disgrace. And you can simultaneously have two positions and say to yourself, listen, 
everyone. We should respect freedom all over the world, even if you're a business person, and say, as a business partner, we will always push for those things. That's not what he said. He attacked the guy who's supporting the Hong Kong protesters and then claimed that the guy was making decisions out of selfishness when LeBron's the one who has the selfish business deals. What a fraud. What a total phony. And folks, I don't speak with forked tongue, as Joe and Paula both know. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't take every deal here either. No, we don't. Believe me. Had to turn a few down. Mm -hmm. Had to, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I, honestly, I'm not trying to make this about us at all. And I forgive me. I'm, I didn't mean it like you turned there. I'm just trying to suggest to you there are some principled people out there. You know, not every single company ever, we do business with them I can't do a background check on every employee, for, and neither should multinationals. They can't be expected to police every single action worldwide. They don't have the assets. But we know what's going on with Hong Kong right now. We know why they're protesting for their freedom under an international arrangement the Chinese had with the United Kingdom that's not being respected. Stop being a phony, LeBron. Like uh, Someone told me, don't comment on that. You're going to get emails from LeBron. I, I, LeBron fans, I, why would you think I care about that? I already told you, I'm, you know, mad respect for the guy's basketball skills and his business acumen. The guy's got a billion-dollar contract. I don't have that. God bless you, man. Yeah. But don't be a fraud about it, all right? Attacking the other guy. Are you kidding me? All right. Um. You know what? Let's get to this tomorrow. Folks, please don't miss tomorrow's show. I know I teased stuff, but it's really been a stacked show today, and I want to kind of sum it up for you quickly. But tomorrow, I want to get to this AOC tweet because it's important. Matt Palumbo, my resident fact checker, who, by the way, I haven't mentioned it in a while. If you like Matt's work on our website, he has a section on our website called Debunk This, where he debunks liberal nonsense all the time. His book is out. It's been out. You guys and ladies drove it to a bestseller, the bestseller list on Amazon. It's called Debunk This, his book, and it handles all this stuff. Go check it out. Matt Palumbo on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's a really great book, Debunk This. Um, I'm going to cover a piece tomorrow where he just eviscerates this ridiculous AOC tweet uh, about millennials, their income, college debt. It's very, very good. I'm going to get to that tomorrow. But I just wanted to sum this up by putting this last story out there. Folks, we've been monitored. Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton's group, has uncovered some potentially devastating information. The story I'm telling you about Ukraine, Joe Biden and his son, Joe Biden being the point man on Ukraine while his son's getting money from Ukraine, Ukrainians flying over to the United States at the, at the behest of Clinton mega donors to exchange information with people involved with the Obama national security infrastructure, people attacking Donald Trump during the election. If this is all a hoax, and as Chuck Todd, you see how this whole show weaves in together. Mm -hmm. It's gaslighting, according to Chuck Todd. And everything I've been telling you is some big joke and we're a bunch of conspiracy theorists, right? Then why, according to Judicial Watch, why is Marie Ivanovich and others over in the, our, our employees over in Ukraine, our diplomats and ambassadors, why were they monitoring me? Judicial Watch, be up in the show notes today. Judicial Watch investigates if ousted Ukrainian uh, ambassador ordered State Department to monitor journalists and Trump allies. Town Hall has a nice write-up on this Judicial Watch piece, and I want you to see the names of the people who are being monitored. 
Why were we being monitored if everything we've been putting out there is all false? Here's a piece be up at the show notes. Judicial Watch believes the State Department despite on conservative journalists and Trump allies. Here's the list. Jack Posobiec, Donald Trump Jr., Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, Mike McFall, Dan Bongino, Brian Savidra, Rudy Giuliani, Sebastian Gorka, John Solomon, Lou Dobbs, Pamela Geller, and Sarah Carter. Folks, if everything I'm telling you, Chia Morella, Ukraine, David Kramer, the McCain Institute, Pinchuk, all these connections I've been painting for you for the last two years and in my books, if it's all crazy, then why were they watching us? Don't miss tomorrow's show. I got more on that. Thanks for everything. Please, again, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We're trying to get to those 300,000 subscribers. We're almost there. Also, subscribe to the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and elsewhere. We really appreciate it. It's always free. We're always here for you. Thanks, folks. I really appreciate your patience while we get this new studio up and running. Thank you so much. See you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.